0: yeah y'all ready yo yes sir nice, let's go let's do this thing man pro fan sports podcast baby we in
1: here
0: yeah 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 what's going on everybody it's your boy john alter the pro fan sports podcast i'm here with my boys barry and vlad what's going on fellas
1: what's up what's up what's going on guys how we doing What's up,
2: John? What's up, Barry? What's up,
0: the fans? The pro fans out there, what the heck's going on? If you've been tuning in for the last few weeks, we've always started the show with how's everybody doing, you know, uh, with the coronavirus and all that stuff. And not to uh, forget about what's going on out there, but I feel like everybody's gotten used to it now, you know, so I am going to say it's good to see you both. You know, you're both looking healthy and you're still doing your thing out there. got the new mask I see. Yes, sir. You know, sir, still yes, rocking sir. the mask, you know. But how, how y'all doing, though? What's going on?
1: Doing well. Can't complain. You know, getting used to it. The money quarantine lifestyle that I've been living lately. <laughs> uh, you know, getting you know used to living every day and, uh, you know, and, and doing the social distancing thing. Um uh, more, you know, when I went out of the house a few uh, less times this week than the previous week, so I've been definitely, uh, you know, self-isolating and, uh, and quarantining as much as I can when I'm not working and don't have to leave the house, so yeah, I'm feeling good, got me a new mask this week, as y'all can see, you know, that just came in, so I definitely wanted to Rocket today, uh and yeah, yeah I'm feeling good and feeling ready to to do another show. Blessed to be here with you guys and being able to do what you know we love to do.
0: Yeah, yeah. fly what's going on, man?
1: I'm good,
2: man. Yeah. Tired of this quarantine, to be honest, bro. Just, it's crazy. I know. Yeah, just tired of it. Just want to get back to some kind of normal. This is not normal, you know what I mean? Just want to be able to go out whenever I want. Want to be able to go out to eat. I've been going to work, but it's like. One day this week, a couple days next week. And it feels weird, you know what I mean? Like, I just want to get back to my normal life. But I, I'm sure that's everybody. Yeah, um, facts. Yeah. Yeah,
0: man, I um, mean, for you, I forget. You got you got your little platform you got going on Let's Eat Anything, right? So you do yeah, food reviews. Yeah, so, so
2: um if you guys follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is Let's Eat Anything. If you type it on Instagram, it'll just show up or my pictures will show up. And... So I used to do that, you know, once a week. I'd go out to a restaurant, take some pictures, put you it know, on Instagram, and just—I just haven't been able to do that in the last yeah. month, basically. I'm I'm looking forward to doing that whenever this is over.
0: Yeah, no, but I've still been seeing you. You're doing the home cooking and stuff too, so that's good. A little bit
2: of home cooking, you know what I mean? You gotta you gotta keep you gotta keep some kind of posting up on the
0: on the gram. Yeah, for real though. So if you're looking for some places to go out, if you're looking for um some recommendations, just hop on Instagram let's eat anything this guy got good advice for you so that's what's up though man but I mean I guess that can um. well I guess I can go to the next question I wanted to ask what are you guys looking forward to doing after this quarantine is over
1: Uh, for me looking forward to traveling again uh, you know I was traveling a lot before this coronavirus had hit Uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to doing that Uh, looking forward to going to bars and uh, you know the restaurants and being able to go outside and outdoors is like the weather warms up uh, and being able to do outdoor activities since I know it's getting kind of tough for me because I'm not a person that's home very much so the quarantine thing is taking me a while to get used to but i'm definitely looking forward to you know doing uh those things i'm gonna be going on a lot more trips you know after as soon as this thing is over so I um, i'm definitely dying to get out of here and uh <laughs> and then go somewhere uh, outside of the state as soon as we're all you know cleared and safe to do so yeah
0: facts me myself <laughs> it's gonna be funny because i'm i'm just looking forward to going back to work man i feel useless sometimes man you know, I'm still doing work at home, but, you know, I think you said that you know how that works. It, it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still I still do work, but it's like, I don't know, it just doesn't feel like work anymore. Disassociated, like, no coworkers and stuff like that. I don't know. It's, it's kind of funny you realize how, how they make a part of everything that's going on. That's good, though, man. So, you, I know you're probably looking to get back into the restaurants, you know, doing some of your reviews. Anything else you're trying to do? Yeah,
2: I mean, I definitely want to go back to that. I also just want to see my friends. I want to <laughs> go to my boys' house just chill, get a drink yeah go, to, go get a drink be able to do whatever i want man barry where where, where are you trying to go after this me i'm trying to go everywhere pretty much anywhere that
1: uh i i can be able to, to go uh, i'm a pretty spontaneous person so i you know don't have anything planned as of right now uh, i was just gonna say uh, there's a few places that i have in mind that i'd like to go to but uh nothing you Like. For example, I'd like to go to the Dominican Republic again. I was there a couple of years ago. Uh, in 2018 and you know I really loved it out there and enjoyed uh, you know my vacation and my time over there so I'd like to go back there uh, I'd also like to go to the west coast again I'd like to go to LA again I was there last uh, year around this time actually and uh, you know I really enjoyed being in uh, in LA and you know being you know, with those west coast vibes and uh, you know kind of, I feel like it's a, a totally different you know kind of you know scenery and, uh, and, and probably just seems like you're in a different country when you're over there so i definitely would want to go back to those places and i'd also want to go to jamaica as well since i've never been and heard it's uh pretty lit and it's pretty uh dope over over there as far as like the vibe and everything so i think those are like my top places i'd like to go as soon as uh you know we're able to travel and you know as soon as this quarantine uh like lifestyle that we're all living and going through is is over with I didn't. I didn't go very travel that much. Just what's up? Oh yeah, man, true. Sure. I was. Just, uh, that's how the b money lifestyle like started, and uh, and how I got to this point, like just like you do. You're doing your food thing, like me. I love doing my travel thing. Like the last, want to say three years, I've gone on so many trips in and out of the, the country. You know, especially that's last it. year, I think I went on like seven or eight trips alone. Like I was taking trips legit. I'd probably say on average every two months, sometimes even less than that. Sometimes it would be like back to back months where I'd go on trips. So it's you know traveling is something that I really enjoy doing. I really you know want to travel the world. That's like one of my big life goals, and uh, and you know always you know seeing different places and seeing new uh, you know you know cultures and new you know ways of life is something that. I've you know always been into and always enjoyed doing uh whenever I got the opportunities to. So I'm looking forward to doing that uh, you know, pretty soon as soon as um <laughs> we're done with this uh you know, cool quarantine thing. So gotcha, I miss, I miss gotcha. it a lot. Hey John, what what are you trying what are you trying to do after this
2: is over?
0: Um I mean it's kinda of funny doing during this whole quarantine thing. I've been busier than ever. You know, uh, just trying to get this podcast out there, trying to uh, put up, put out content constantly. So if you're on Instagram, uh, profans underscore sports, you'll see that on an hourly basis. There's content there. Uh, if you're on Facebook, Twitter, you'll see that we're not, we're not even on Tumblr. So um, I've, I've been pretty busy, you know, yeah. uh, outside of like not being able to go into work, which I'm still working. I've still been pretty busy. Other than that, though, I definitely want to uh, go and travel, because I feel like I don't do a lot of that, you know, and when these things happen, it's kind of like, it opens your eyes a little bit, like, yeah, you you better go out there and do something before, you know, God Mm -hmm. forbid you're not here anymore, you don't have that time anymore, so, you know, rest in peace to all the people that are lost due to this whole situation, Um, but I'm definitely looking forward to doing some things. But what I am going to do, though, is I'm going to wait, you know, for... uh, I don't know a couple of weeks, a couple of months before I decide to book a vacation, you know, because I really don't trust what's going on out there. They're talking about opening things up. I'm like, did Corona? You know, did the Corona package stuff up? In <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> right, right. I don't.
2: You know, you know, everybody the mother is gonna be out there.
0: You I know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I don't want to be with them.
2: Yeah, I don't want to catch the second wave of this thing <laughs> or the third wave. <laughs> right. So I'm definitely gonna stay inside for at least a couple of months before. Let everybody else get out first. Yeah, I'm like y'all
0: go test this stuff. Y'all go get sick, <laughs> and um, I'll yeah, see y'all. Yeah. You know, when y'all get back. Well, I might not see y'all. Uh, so I'm. I mean, I think we're all looking forward to getting out there at some point. You know, once this thing is over. Uh, but I think we're all erring on the side of caution because we don't want to be part of that second wave. You know, the getting stuck in other countries and other states and all that stuff. That's not for me. So. Right. me, me um, even as much as I love traveling, yeah. I definitely don't want that
1: to happen. Yeah. to myself.
0: I'm gonna wait a couple. I'm gonna wait for a couple. You know, let's see, cause I know the airlines too. They're about to, they're about to do some stuff to to, to those ticket prices when when people start traveling, and so I'll let that wave of expensive travelers go, and then when things kind of get back to normal a little bit, but that could take some time now for things to get back to normal. Yeah,
2: but you rather you rather do that, then be, be safe, and then and then travel.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I'd i definitely rather be safe. Especially because I want to take my daughter out to some places. Um, she's yeah. never been on a plane before, so um, I don't want the first time she get on a plane, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, something got happen. <laughs> we we get that... stuck somewhere because, right,
0: right. you know, the second wave of the corona. Oh, know, boy. And this time it's going to be the corona 20 um, hit. Um, I don't want to see none of that. But, yeah, let, let's continue here. So, shout-outs to uh, the WNBA. Uh, this week they had their virtual uh, WNBA draft, um, where they did this nice tribute for Alyssa Altabelli, Gianna Bryan, and Peyton Chester. Uh, people don't know what that is. It's actually the kids that died in the helicopter crash with Kobe Bryant back on January twenty sixth. Was it? Yes. Yeah. Right. So before before everything started hitting the fan, um, you know those those girls were aspiring to be WNBA players someday, especially Gianna Bryant because she already had picked out her school, you know, she wanted to go to UConn um, and that's what she was working towards, so all those girls had a, a dream a plan of being in, in the WNBA at some point, and it was cool to see them, um, give them a tribute, you know, call out their numbers uh, w- before the draft happened, um, and you know, just shout out to the NBA, did you guys see any of that?
1: Yeah, I saw a little bit of, of it, I saw you know, how they did, you know, the tribute with, with those three girls, which was really nice and uh, pretty awesome to, you know, for them to honor those three girls that way who definitely did have aspirations of uh, one day playing in the NBA when their time came and when they were ready to do so. I, uh, you know, also saw the, you know, video of Vanessa, you know, Brian, uh, Kobe Bryant's wife, uh, you know, pretty much speaking on their behalf, on, you know, Gianna's uh, behalf as well as the other two girls. So that was, uh, yeah. it was really nice to, you know, to see uh, her, you know, congratulate all the draft picks and congratulate the three girls and you know, it, it, and open also. Uh, yeah, in Jiu-Jitsu the nice to see in general. So uh, it was definitely touching, you know, for, for them to do that because I'm still not completely over what happened and transpired that day with that tragedy, and uh, you know still feel really bad uh, for the whole family and all the families that are currently mourning and going through that, because that takes you uh, know <laughs> a whole lot of time to get over something like that if you know you ever do so yeah it was definitely a great thing for, for, for the WNBA to do and I'm glad that they, they did it it was well well deserved so shout out to the WNBA for uh, you know doing something classy like that to start the draft up this year
2: yeah as far as um the draft goes I mean the WNBA tributes to those girls um I think that was very impressive um basically they what they did is they drafted those girls to the WNBA um and you know, you just can't say enough about that. And those girls were aspiring to be WNBA players, like you said, John, and the WNBA commissioner, she said those girls were supposed to be the Members the Member Mumba City um Mumbasita um um Mumbasita um players, like they were supposed to like, be like the new wave of girls or whatever. Um and I think it was just really nice, um, really classy. Um it was just
0: wild, man? Yeah, for sure. No, shout-outs to them, man. You know, just the WNBA as a whole, man, you know, they, they don't get as many views as they should, you know, because I feel like they're not advertised very well. Uh, I know some NBA players are advocating for them to, to you know, get in the spotlight a little more, get paid a little more. Um, so I definitely uh, look forward to watching some WNBA games and shout-outs to all those girls that got drafted this week too, you know, um, especially – Sabrina, you know who's a who's a big time baller so shout out to her for being the number 1 pick. Um again if you're following us on social media, you'll get a lot of these situations going. Um shout out to the to the WNBA because they don't get they don't get as much rec- recognition as they should, you know, and I think that's yeah. because of their advertising, the way their business is set up. And again, I understand like a lot of people don't attend the WNBA games and I think it's cuz they're not that accessible to everybody. Um, so I hope they change the way they advertise or um, make it easier to go to games, you know, because yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of times I don't know who's playing, where they're playing, where they're coming from or anything like that. You know, right. um, we know a lot of the NBA players, but we don't know too much about about the WNBA players. You know, I don't know if that's a combination of Bleacher Report or ESPN not spotlighting them enough, you know, but I think they got a lot to argue. There's some really dope female basketball players. You know, absolutely. um they've been a lot of dope female basketball fl- players for a long time. So I know a lot of NBA players are uh they're rooting for them, they're advocating for them, but I feel like the league needs to do a little more as far as um, you know, just advertising them, showcasing them. And a lot of people they have the argument that, you know, the WNBA doesn't bring in a lot of stuff, but you know what, man, the, the women still deserve a league where they can go in and thrive, you know, like any other any other uh, a league, you know, um, they're professional. They put in the work. You know, pay them, right? Um, I'm sure we none of us could take on any WNBA players. No, definitely not. I'm sure that any one of them would
1: bust our ass and then cook us to say the least. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> he, he so. No, I definitely got a lot of respect for WNBA players and uh, you know and, and what they are doing, you know and also their skill level. They can definitely ball. So. The things are so definitely shouldn't. No one should ever underestimate, you know, their you know ability to be able to you know play at a high level and uh, you know and, and play well. So right. Yeah.
0: Um. So speaking of that, they did they did do a virtual draft, which they've been speaking about for a long time, and you know all the other leagues are looking to do the same things too. So how do you guys feel about the way that that draft went?
2: I thought it went well. I thought. Um I thought they did it really well because they had they had the the commissioner announcing the picks, yeah, and then they would cut out to the players at their house, and then they would have somebody congratulating them. So they had like KD congratulating somebody, and then they would have a virtual um, interview with the players. I thought the cutouts were really good, and I think just like any. Anything that's been done virtual these days—if you've been following anything virtual—there's always going to be there's going to be some frozen parts. There's going to be a couple parts where they couldn't hear the person very well. Yeah. That's a professional. That's a professional league, and they have like all the technology at their this um at their, at their disposal. Well. and it that's just bound to happen. Um, but the way it was done, I thought it was done really well, and I thought basically it made me think. Okay, so this is probably how the NFL draft is going to be. So. It, it kind of gave me a good um, idea what to expect for Thursday night for the NFL draft. Um, but I want, to, I want to kind of piggyback on what you guys were talking about about as far as the WNBA not getting a lot of um, attention. I, I think it's just, it sucks. That's just women's sports in general. In general. I think money made the world work, And women's sports, unfortunately, just doesn't bring as many viewers to make as much money as men's sports. Um, and I think that's something they need to work on. They need to like John said, advertise it a lot more. Um, I know the w, the WNBA plays mostly in the summer where people are either not watching as much sports or whatever, but I think that, that can there, needs, there is a lot that needs to be done. And that's one of the things that Kobe Bryant was focusing on once he retired, and unfortunately, we knew what happened there.
0: Yeah, man. Um, for sure. For sure. Uh, speaking of the virtual draft... <laughs> I know the, the NFL, one, we talked about the NFL doing the, their virtual draft, and they're talking about having Madden and blah, blah. I'm like, bro, come on, man, just just call out the names. All right. Exactly Cut out to the, to the house, all right, right do a little right. interview. But I like that twist, though, with, with uh, the, the NBA players congratulating them. Hopefully the NFL picked up on that and, you know, is adding that on to their, to their arsenal because these guys, they're not doing anything. They should be in training camp right now. You know, hey, Listen you should be you know working your ass off right now so you know it, it's nothing for you to send a little congratulation videos to all the rookies that are coming in because at the end of the day this is different for them you know this is not like any other draft class that's ever existed you know they don't get to go and be part of all the festivities and it's kind of like what's happening in all our schools with all the seniors you know in high school they can't yeah. they, they can't go to the prom you know and you know, in this situation, you can't go to the draft. What are you gonna wear? A nice tailored suit to, you know, sit in your living room and get interviewed on on TV or something through your phone. Um, so hopefully, they're not trying to overdo it like the whole Teddy Riley and Babyface thing last night. Um, <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about, and you probably find that funny, um, but I thought they did their virtual draft pretty well. And like I said, hopefully the the NFL and The NBA, they pick up on that and run with it. You know, Um, you don't have to do too much. Just keep it simple and give the people what they want. Um, And, you know, we can move on to uh, something else that actually happened virtually the NBA horse competition.
1: Oh, yeah, that. That (laughs) wasted (laughs) time. It doesn't sound like um,
0: people are too excited about that right there. Vlad, you watch it?
2: Yeah, of course I watched it. I
0: you watched watch it? Watch
2: it? What? You watched it? You really watched it? live. Watch?
0: I did not watch it. All right?
1: Uh, I watched...
0: Listen, I watched Trey Young and Chauncey Billups for like two minutes. I'm like, ah, oh, this ain't it, bro. You know, <laughs> like, yo, the picture was so terrible. I thought it was my TV. And then yeah. you get on social media. They're like, yo, this this is bad. And I'm like, bro,
2: It wasn't your TV, bro. It was Uh, everything. Yo, I was like... like, Just wasn't you, John? Listen,
0: I love sports, but like, this is not it right here, all right?
2: First of all, it's not... I'll talk about it. Um, So, what happened was, I think we talked about it last episode, which we recorded last Sunday right before the competition, and I made sure I watched it, because if I talked about it on the podcast, I don't know, I want to be able to watch it and make sure that I see what's going on, especially that we had our predictions and shit like that, so I, I wanted to make sure that I watched it. And then I tuned in and what I saw, I was I was very disappointed at first, but I was like, I'm gonna give it a try. Maybe, maybe not all the cameras are gonna be like that. Maybe maybe Paul Pierce will have a better camera, but nah, it was trash. <laughs> 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 you think? Yeah, exactly. It was trash all the way through. My my big problem was some guys had some guys had courts, some guys had just had their backyards. Like Young just had like a driveway. It wasn't like a basketball court. Yep. You know what I mean? And that, that bugged me a lot. I was like, I don't know if that's really the three-point line. Yep. You have more lines. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, right. Chelsea Bilox had lines. Mike Conley had lines. Um, everybody else had lines besides Chelsea Billups, Um Tamika Catchings, and Quigley. None wow. of them had, like, a full court that um, somebody could use, could see. And be like, yeah, that's the the free throw line. That's the two-point line. Um, And also, the camera angles were bad. Somebody else was holding the camera. I don't know. I just thought it was really terribly produced. Um, The NBA tried, but that wasn't it.
0: Listen, man. I know the NBA could have at least one guy in every city that can go and set up a camera and a microphone situation for these guys. I'm like, why couldn't they do that?
2: Well, what I thought they were gonna do, I I knew they weren't gonna have somebody there because because of traveling restrictions and shit like that. Uh-huh. But I thought I thought they were gonna send somebody like a GoPro, send everybody like a nice GoPro that they can hook up somewhere. Nice. Something, you I know, that send send,
0: that. A, send a drone or something. Okay,
2: yeah, yeah, like, yeah.
0: I'm sure there's some nerd, you know, you could you could have working a drone somewhere, you know, nobody's around, but they can see what's going on, right? Like, the aerial views and stuff.
2: Obviously, everybody was just using their phones, which was, which sucked.
0: Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Um, but it was what it was, you know. Uh We did make predictions last week, and none of us actually came out to be right. I can say that, you know, one of my picks actually made it, you know, pretty far, right? In uh, Chauncey did Billups, you Billups. know. Yeah. So, I can say that's the closest to a victory I'm going to get, but... We yeah, all yeah, got right. it wrong. Mike Conley, right? Mike we Conley we, we all disrespected Mike Conley. Yeah, I and then he turned he around and took it on us, right? right, right. Cuz I remember I'm like we just on sleeping that. on Mike Conley, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember he saying hard. that. Um, but you know, he just that's why I said I like the quiet guys. I like the quiet guys and he's a quiet guy. He's like, "Oh, everybody's sleeping on me. All right, watch. Well, I'm, gonna him something. I'm gonna show I'm gonna show him right. something. You know, I've been I've been working all quarantine on my horse stuff. You know? know,
1: right, right, and he was really the only one that started to cut you up, lad. Uh, he was the only one that had an actual gym that was in uh, actual like basketball. Oh,
0: court. he actually invested he, on his
1: craft, right, right, he, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Listen, yeah, he was, if you're a basketball player, isn't that like the first thing you need to do? Like, buy a house that has a court at least or backyard,
2: yeah, but. But you don't think about it that way because you're like, I, I can always just drive down to the stadium and practice
0: there. Listen, all the all the real yeah. boxers I know have like a basement gym with a bag in it, you know that they're gonna hit that, they, you know, speed bag. Why don't you have some kind of net somewhere?
1: Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I I agree. They should listen. Do I don't know that. if
0: that's my profession. I'm gonna be on it as much as possible. You know, because exactly.
2: I, I, I know what you're saying, but. You just, you just never think there's going to be a time where you cannot go outside
0: at all. Listen, man. I was listening to Jason Tatum the other day. He's like, yo, I just ordered a hoop and it's going to come exactly, like this week. Exactly. I'm like, bro, it's been like over a month. Right. Why are you just <laughs> now it's- buying a hoop, bro? <laughs> He's like, I haven't gotten no shots up, of- Gordon Hayward, you're getting paid $30 million? Why don't you have
1: a hoop? At your crib, exactly. It's like I- going <laughs> <you guys> to <laughs> with your money. What is go- like, <laughs> you- you're 30- spending your money on haircut, Gordon? Is that is that what you
0: spending all yeah, your money like on? He's so spending all your money on, on, on him shot him shot him and fancy haircuts, and, 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 and,
1: and, and, right,
2: right, and freaking looking like a pretty boy. Yeah, yeah and, and, and yeah. video
0: game system, PCs and shit.
2: Oh, yeah, on Fortnite, bro. Yeah. I've been trying to tell y'all. Buddy, y'all
1: <laughs> 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 he was waiting for you, oh, oh, right, right, bro. bro <laughs> right, why have been waiting for this for like the first five episodes. Nah, you, like, five but for real though, bro,
0: like you're getting paid mad money. Like the first listen. I need at least a hoop that's on the door, okay? Like, you don't even have one of those? Like, you haven't been practicing your strokes on the door? Bro, like, nothing virtually? You don't even have a virtual? (laughs) Like, I don't know, man. I could think of a million solutions for these guys that are making millions of dollars should have at least something that is attributed to their profession. Like, bro, you shoot a basketball for a living. Have a basketball, you know? It's like... It's like a scientist. You, you're a scientist for a living. You don't have no beakers, no chemicals in the house, nothing. You don't have. My you don't God. even have a magnifying glass, and you call yourself a scientist?
2: Like, <laughs>
0: I, I don't understand. Oh. I don't understand.
2: When when Jason Tatum said he didn't have a basketball court at the crib, and it's been a month, I was like, yo, wow, what is going on? Because <laughs> I know I know he lives in like uh, a condominium or something. Yeah, so that's, he lives like, so in a condo. That's right. That's
0: why he doesn't have a basketball.
2: I understand that, but it's been a month. Bro. You, you should have had, it had the it. first week. Right, right.
0: Listen, I've heard other athletes they've asked like their local high school to like open up the gym. Like if it's them by themselves. I don't think that's gonna be a problem. If you ask somebody, yo, just open the gym up for me from, you know, two to three, two to four, whatever it may be. I just wanna get a quick workout and you if haven't shot a basketball in over... Oh, yo, honest, the Celtics big are big. not going into the chip, man, if that's the case, okay? <laughs> if
2: that's where we are, we losing, right? Yo, wait. <laughs> Dudes are at home not shooting. Yeah, not shooting. And you're supposed shocked, to be one of the yeah.
0: best shooters in the league. You're Perfect. supposed to be a superstar on the rise. You're just now ordering the basketball. Oh, you, you
2: know what's going to happen? Whenever Jason didn't Mrs. it to me, we're going to be like, that's why. That's,
1: you wasn't practicing. Bro, you took a month
0: off. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, oh, seen, you, you, I, I seen Deuce. i seen Deuce taking swings. Oh, On, yeah. the, on the social media. i Shoot, seen Deuce taking. Right, doing, right.
2: And,
1: you
0: know, His son. If you don't know Deuce is his son, Deuce is practicing something.
2: And Gordon in is just going to sus like I always do. <laughs> <I got it.
0: laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, God. Yeah. No, no, no. But for real, though, I, I in all seriousness, it's like, bro, you're making, if not, if even if you're not making millions, you're making in the hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Okay, a basketball hoop. There's regular people out here with basketball hoops in their driveways. Exactly. Just like little kids throwing up the ball in the driveway. Right. right? Like you're making millions and you don't have a hoop for over five weeks. This dude said, "Oh yeah, we've been, we've been, we've been gone for like five and a half weeks." Yeah, yeah, I have a basketball hoop coming in about a week. Like.
1: What bro? It's that like, it's like where have you been at
0: like Bro BJ's man. is open, okay? They got basketball
1: hoops. <laughs> Go pick one up. Yeah, that's the biggest shit know? had moment. Right. Right, right. Listen, yeah, right, right. It's, Ridiculous. Unbelievable. I, right.
0: I I love Tatum. That, that wasn't he even me, on our Tate, agenda. That, that's, but that's I had to guy. get that in there. I had to get that in there. Man, yeah, we yeah. love you, man. But please get some damn shots up. Right, right.
1: ASAP. Right. Right. We, we need you to get in a gym or get on some sort of basketball right. Court. Imagine, right. Imagine Kobe. whole outdoor court. And he's supposed to have that momentality. You're, you're Kobe? So cool. You're Kobe? Right, right. Like, he, he was working out with Kobe in the summer, in the offseason. You think Kobe would take...
0: Five weeks off?
1: Hell no! Absolutely <laughs> not. Kobe <laughs> wouldn't even take a week off, bro. Kobe, Kobe won't five, five weeks, Two five days, days. Kobe's
0: like, all right, we're gonna have to do something about this, right?
1: Right, right. I'm gonna have to get some sort of court or find some sort of gym to go to. Exactly.
0: I, I don't know, man. Um, speaking of Kobe and Michael Jordan, uh, Michael Jordan's last dance tonight. Yes, tonight, fellas, yes. It's tonight, That's right? I can't finally wait. here. Yes. yes. Let's get it. Um, so, I mean, we all know how, how this whole situation came about. Um, I think we all were thinking about it. Why Why is the documentary coming out all the way in June? But, you know, some of the players actually pushed, pushed that forward. And ESPN seemed like they listened. You know, Richard Jefferson and LeBron James were doing that little live call. You know, the Zoom calls, which we're doing right now. Um, and they spoke about why... Michael Jordan is not dropping his stuff right now. I don't know if Michael Jordan is the one that has uh, the last say or whatever. But he they were wondering. Does he? They were yeah, wondering yeah. why are they still waiting until June when there's a lockdown? Um, I mean, we're quarantined. There's no games on TV. Why wouldn't you get all the eyes right now? So I can imagine tonight it's going to be a really... It's going to do numbers for a documentary for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's definitely going to do numbers. Um, what are you guys most looking forward to? For me, um. Most forward,
1: looking forward to how Jordan's life off the court was. Not so much, you know, well, I'm always looking forward to the the on-the-court stuff, too. You know, don't get me wrong. And, uh, you know, the the behind-the-scenes and, like, how he was in practice. Uh, But I'm looking forward to, you know, what, you know, some of the things he did, you know, off the court. uh, You know, like, you know, the day before games. Like, I know he was, you know, big into gambling and you know going to the casino so uh i'm looking forward to seeing like how he lived you know his life you know off the court and what he would do before uh you know games and going into the, the gym and, and and playing basketball so that that's something that i'm definitely very intrigued and, and i can't wait to see tonight
0: yeah vlad what are you looking forward to
2: Pretty much same thing as Barry. I'm basically looking for the behind the scenes stuff. Michael with, basically, um, um Phil Jackson. Um, just their relationship. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that a lot. Um, a little clip came out showing um Jordan had friction with the with the general, general manager of the booth at the time. I want to see some of that friction and what caused that um yeah um and i don't think they're gonna show michael in a bad light really um just because he had control over the tapes and exactly what's gonna be on the on the um on the documentary so so i, I don't think anything bad is gonna come about him really but um it'll be exciting to see his passion for the game behind the scene and um especially in practice and stuff like that so i'm excited for that yeah um, for me
0: i mean we we all know michael jordan right um uh, yeah. love him but i didn't grow up watching him right so for me i'm just looking to learn as much as possible as far as like michael jordan the guy who was he what was he like um of course i've seen you know other you know pieces documentaries 30 for 30s and things like that um so i do know some stuff but i'm looking forward to like learning something new maybe something i didn't know before you know uh i'd really like to know like the whole story because he is a legend and a lot of times with these things they just expect you to like hey if you say you know this guy's a legend then i guess he must be a legend you know because that's why it's like the whole debate with with Michael with Michael Jordan and um, LeBron, right? right? Because some people can say yeah. LeBron's the best because that's who they grew up watching, right? And I can say right now, the people that are in power, like the media and stuff like that, those people grew up watching Jordan. So right now, in their opinion, that's like the guy, you know. So I, I just really want to see like what everybody else, you know, sees of Michael I'm Jordan up. and stuff like that. That would be cool. Other than that, anything else you guys wanted to add about the the last dance? No, nah, I'm good. Yeah, nah,
1: and that's pretty much it. I uh, know I would also. About that, uh, I was looking up some stuff uh, last night about you know the relationship that you know Michael Jordan had uh, between him and his you know the GM and you know how that fell off and then how uh, the GM ended up next like, not wanting to bring Dope Jackson back and uh, saying that you know this was gonna be. Before that season, that was going to be like his last season as a coach of the Bulls. And then Jordan saying that he didn't want to come back to the Bulls and playing for another coach. Uh, so and then them not we really wanting to uh, re-sign, you know, Scottie Pippen to a long-term deal and pay, uh, you know, him a big contract. So I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how, like, all that started about and what, you know, in, in depth, what really uh, came about. Uh, that it, 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 as well, so no, I'm, I'm definitely excited about this documentary, and I will definitely be tuning in at nine o'clock tonight on the SPN, yes,
0: sir. Uh, nine o'clock, you
1: said? yes, sir. 9 that, PM. that's when it starts, yeah,
0: that's nine, when it starts, 9, 9, 9 PM. p.m. tonight. Um, time. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be like, like regular, like seven o'clock or something. That's that's when I was gonna tune in anyway, no, but no, no, um, it's at 9, tonight. nine o'clock, baby, yes, sir. Uh, you'll probably see some of this before you uh-huh. hear this podcast but you know for the next time it's probably going to be at the same time or just look up the schedule on espn you should be able to find that but moving on to some more uh nba stuff maybe not so much nba stuff but like the g-league you guys hear about the g-league this week yes, yeah i did yeah with, with with the prospects they signed two two high-ranking prospects yep. yes sir yeah g yep. um, green when I seen that, I posted about it again. Profans underscore sports on Instagram. I posted about it and I said that the NBA is in trouble. I mean, not the NBA. The NCAA, NCAA is in trouble, Robert. right? Because yeah. now guys that could have gone gone straight from high school to college. I mean, straight from high school to the NBA. They're not gonna go into college right now. They're just gonna go into the G League for that one year and probably get drafted next year, right? Is that is that how it goes, or they sign to the yeah. G League and then the team signs them? Yeah. like like how the how it goes, right? Would it be that they sign to a G League team, right? Do they go into the draft? the next year? Or does a team get to sign them because they're in the G League already?
1: They move into the draft. Okay. Right, right. So they,
0: they still get to have that draft experience.
1: Exactly. exactly. Right, they still get drafted. But before then...
0: I'm going to get this 500 dollar real quick. Exactly. Okay. Right. I'm going to get to the bag. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. let me get to the bag so next year when I come in, I can buy my own suit instead of borrowing one. Exactly. Um, <laughs> right, <laughs> instead right, of having right. a tailor call me and tell me they're going to dress me, I'm going to just buy my own joint. Right? Fast. Man, I, I I, definitely thought that the NCAA was was in danger. But then, you know, I kind of changed my mind over, over the week. But I wanted to hear what, what your thoughts on it was.
2: I think it's a good I think it's a good thing. I think um you have you have guys like Lamelo Ball that goes overseas because um because they can get drafted straight to the NBA. Um and I think it's it's providing another avenue instead of forcing guys in college, it's providing another avenue for guys to get into the NBA and also for them to get paid. The NCAA it's it's this weird um, setup where guys are busting their butt, bringing tons of money to the colleges, but they're not getting paid for it. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And, and, and I think
0: this is this is setting him up to get paid and to get drafted to the NBA. Um, I, I think it's great. I love it. Yeah. No facts. Um.
2: Yeah, Barry. Do you have do you have a, a thought on it before I go in? Um. Yeah. I was just gonna say I would
1: definitely agree. Glad in terms of this being a really good uh, thing for Jalen Green as well as you know future prospects that uh, come into you know the the NBA and are you know interested in playing uh, in the league. Uh. You know. I'm glad that you know this happened and that the you know NBA's trying to figure out other, you know, ways for, you know, these prospects to be able to develop, you know, their game uh, before they get get drafted instead of having to, you know, go to overseas or go to college. So I'm glad that they implemented this system and this new junior development program for uh, prospects like, you know, Jalen Green that can be able to get paid and to make money uh, before they, you know, enter the league and get uh, drafted by, by a team. Uh, I certainly think right that the NCAA is in some big time trouble uh, because now th- these prospects are gonna look at what Jim, Green did and wanna follow suit and uh, induce, go a similar route. Uh, if they don't, you don't wanna go overseas. If they see that he ends up being successful in plays well, uh, you know, particularly in his rookie season when he does get, you know, drafted, then I uh, think more and more guys are definitely going to take it seriously and, you know, consider going through the program. Uh, so I'm glad that Adam Silver was able to, you know, figure out a way to, you know, get these kids, um, you know, get 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 them, you know, doing something that's going to benefit their, you know, their, their future in, in the league and not have to... You know, go to you know college for that one year, and you know risk them themselves and risk you know their health and not really you know make make anything out of out of out of all their time over there. So it's definitely a really good step in the right direction uh, for, for 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 the league and. Uh, And for the
0: years to come. Yeah. um, So, like I was saying, initially, I thought it was a bad thing. But then I actually thought about it, and I think um, it's actually a good thing on all fronts, right? And here's what I mean, right? Uh, For the NCAA, right, it's a good thing if the plays that are coming out of high school that are clearly good enough to be in the league, they don't have to go into your system because they're only going to be there for one year anyway, right? Yeah. So, you're going to give somebody a scholarship that's going to be there for one year. Um, Yes, it's going to get you ratings and things like that. But then that's only for one year. Right. And, you know, it it really depends on your conference. You you know how big of a school you are, too. So not every school is benefiting off of this. Right. Um, that's one thing on, on how the NCAA is going to win. Another another reason is the kids you get are going to be in your school for four years now. Right. Because they need that development through your through your league. Right. The NBA is going to win. Because of that, because now you're going to get a lot more polished kids that are coming out of college ball that have been playing organized ball on a high level for four years. Mm -hmm. Right. Instead of projects that are coming out that you really don't know if they're going to pan out, you know, taking a kid right out of high school. That's a big that's a big gamble. You know, you don't know when you give a kid a lot of money, you don't know what happens to their psyche. You don't know what happens to their work ethic. You know, think about it. You're you've been struggling and then boom at 18 you get millions of dollars. You know what our kids do these days, they they don't have no sense of pride a lot of times and you know they think they're going to be given everything and they, they're pretty quick to quit right so yeah. um i think the ncaa wins in that in that sense too and then it helps out the coaches too right because now you're not having to replenish your program every year because you had two three four guys that have to leave right and now you can do better and instill skills into these guys that are actually going to be with you for four years right now a reason it's good for the nba is now these high-end players they don't have to go overseas and overseas is not getting the eyes that you should be having right because they yeah. have your player look at Look at Lamelo Ball. NBA scouts had to go to Australia, you know, to go to go see them play, right? Other players they got to go to Spain to travel, so that that helps out the NBA because now their scouts don't have to travel so far to go scout a guy that's going to be in the league, right, in a year. Um, so that's good for them, and um, they can already start with molding these guys in the G League once they come in, right? They get one year of professional play. Before they actually get drafted, and now you get even more of a polished person. If they were 18 and they just coming out of high school, now you just had a whole year where you've been getting paid for this, right? Within yeah. the year, you can tell hey, this kid's getting this amount of money. Is he actually continuing to work, or did he get this money and things changed? Yeah. right so now before you get into the NBA you know this person's habit because you've seen it you had a child right and i think mean, that's why it's pretty good on everybody's front and it's good for the families because now hey man like our family's been struggling i'm in the league and i can help out my family I, I you know i'm i'm using my skills to do to help my to help out my family and it's like it's not fair looking at all the other leagues like soccer people can go in there and be pros at 14 right in hockey it's like 16 you can be a pro golf or whatever as long as you have the skills you can go pro but then Basketball, you got to wait and go through a whole bunch of stuff to make it, even though you know you got the skills, right? Yeah, no, for so sure. I, I don't know. I think that's it for me. Um, you I, think guys,
2: I think that's a great point, John. You broke it down really well. Um, I didn't think about it, I didn't think about both sides of the plane, but the way you did, the way you described it, it's basically benefiting both sides, it benefits everybody, yeah, yeah, that's, right? Like yeah, yeah,
0: no, for sure. And uh, I definitely thought. NCAA was going to be in trouble, but think about that, too. How many of those kids can actually go right into the NBA?
2: Well, I think they might still be in trouble. I, I don't know exactly. They might not. It's not, I mean, the um, NCAA is like, it's, you know, it's really big, so it's not like they're going to crumble or something. But, no. But the the prospects that they would have gotten that would have brought a lot of TV ratings, they're not going to get those prospects
0: Yeah, but then you can grow the prospects you have. Imagine a guy coming in year one, and um, it's like one of those guys that's coming out this year in the draft. He he started out, you know, red shirting, and then. Um, I forget his name He's like one of the Best big men in the draft Actually He's like mm. a senior now And he went through A lot of tribes and tribulations And he's like the, the college player of the year Right Um, I get what you're saying Like somebody like Zion Comes out and then Boom It's like instant yeah. superstar But how many
2: Zions are there Like I don't watch A lot of um, college basketball And one of the reasons Why I, I watch last year Is because of Zion Because of Zion right, if, right. If, he, if he didn't go to To college I would have been watching him On some W um, On some G V D.
0: But think about it though That's uh um, a handful of college games that you're going to be tuning into that's going to be nationally televised. Most of these college games, you don't even see them.
2: Yeah, but they're on TV so you'll find it but I'm saying the games that I want to watch, one of the games that I want, like I remember um, the first time I saw Anthony Davis, you know what I mean? It was like, oh shit, yeah. look at the big, like he yeah. was nameable boys, like you just had to watch it, you know what I mean? Yep. But now, if if, if the, uh, the um, if, if college, if the college, um, the, if the colleges don't have that kind of player, I don't, I mean, I don't know how much I'm going to watch I might, I might be more prone to watch To watch them on a G League team If they're showing
0: that Dude you're gonna watch March Madness man Regardless who's playing or not Yeah I'm not, <laughs> but I am not a big college
2: guy So I If, if there's If there's a big name on there I watch it but Okay um, I'm just saying They're not gonna crumble But they're, they're gonna lose some money Yeah of
0: course And if they continue Not paying kids You know overseas Is still a, 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 an option For these kids too Yeah Right sure. So like In that sense They could still be in trouble And I just hope They create some kind of allowance for their students, you know, I, I get it, they have a scholarship, okay, they go to school for free, right. they got, they're
2: bringing, they're bringing way more money than the scholarship, right,
0: is. they're bringing in way more money, it's plus more they don't money. have any time to work, like, I can understand if they had time to work and actually get some money on their own, but they don't, and they're traveling all the time, so they need some if kind of money,
2: if the scholarship is 50,000 a year, they're bringing huh. in, half a million to easy teams. easy absolutely
0: no. Oh. listen man you know if, if tuition is 50,000 you can you can hold 50,000 for each student to actually spend for the year exactly no for sure right Not like sure. you can easily do that how many players are on one, one team the coach is getting paid like 10 million dollars like why can't the kids get a piece of the pie bro
1: right let their kids eat Seriously? Right. <laughs> you're gonna send them to war though you can
0: have their parents sign them over at 16 yeah. why can't you pay them you know what I'm saying like but I think that's a, a discussion for, for another the time too um but i mean i'm glad i'm glad for the G League because then that makes that makes it more legit that gets them more eyes and um you know i hope they get more polished players to, to give out a better product because i do think the, the Nba is doing itself a disservice if it, if it doesn't have its own farm system right yep
2: that's true right, you know right. uh, all yeah, the other i think that's one thing i always um i'm coming from a, my first sports my first sports was soccer yeah and all the soccer teams always have a, a b team like a that's team right. thats that's below where they they fall players too like players can come in players can come in at 12 years old actually yep 12 years old and start getting ready for to be a, a pro and mm-hmm. I always thought why, how come the NBA doesn't have like a, a form system where they can bring in young players and sort of develop them through the years and then once they get 18 I don't know 16, 18 and then they can if they're good enough they can become professionals I always thought about that and I think now that they're doing that um, it's gonna be it's not gonna be a form system but it's gonna be at least similar to
0: that you know what their farm system is? what? It's, it's college pretty much that's what it was but now these guys are demanding we get money money so now you actually yeah. gotta have an established farm system where these guys are pros before they're pro pros like like baseball right you got the yeah. you got the grapefruit leaves right you got yeah, the right, right, right. um triple a ball
1: or whatever triple a you got C- double a and double
0: a yeah all those Bro. um they got a farm system where they got guys in there that's been there since they were like 16 getting ready to you know skyrocket so nba man you're going in the right direction um and i hope it continues and i don't know five hundred thousand dollars does doesn't sound bad to me as a college kid i mean as a you know kid coming out of high school it doesn't
2: sound bad to me right now. Right I mean... Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: But, like, I mean, at the end of the day, they're probably going to get 250000 out of that, but that's still... You can help your family.
1: Exactly. Right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That,
0: that's the, that's the uh, look I had on when, when the reports about Dak Prescott came out. Oh, I, I can't feed my family with $34 million. What?
1: Yeah, I hope that wasn't real. I hope that was real. Nah, I, 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 I really, really hope... He did not re- actually say that and that's like a true statement because, right, that's the most asinine thing I've ever heard did someone ever say that they can't support their family uh, with 34 million dollars. Like, you must be like freaking Antonio Cromati and have like 10 different BMs and freaking like at least like what, 30 different children or something like that for you to say that. Like, this dude doesn't even have a family yet and he's already saying, Oh, I can't support my family with thirty four million like bro, who are you to say that? Like I you shaking, shaking my head like that the, that that is absolutely outrageous and uh, and absurd for for, for him to, to, to say to say that. So no no but shout outs to Jalen Green and that other prospect who uh, just entered the G League system and uh you know, we'll be going through that. Next year, for sure, they definitely uh, deserve to have a program like that for the prospects, and I'm glad that you know they're going to be able to help out their families, uh, you know, mo- moving forward, and will be able to gain some sort of profit uh, through being part of this new. System that the NBA is implementing, so no, it's definitely the future is bright for the NBA G League and you know the prospects that you know enter this system. Facts,
0: man. Let's continue with the NBA though. uh NBA playoffs were supposed to start this weekend, right? Yep. Man, that would be nice right now. I know, yeah, that would be great. Right, that was. would be really nice right now. Yes, um, so sad. Not you started. know, yeah, yeah, they were supposed to start, but you know, coronavirus, man. You know, it was actually reported this week that. Several players in the NBA have tested positive for the coronavirus, but they're not putting the names out um, for privacy reasons. And I'm sure they don't want to panic people um, with the names they might want to drop and stuff like that. So um, I commend them. Um, And, you know, players are still getting the coronavirus, Um, you know, Von Miller this week. Right, that's and, right. And, and the linemen from the Chargers, they, they got it now. Correct.
1: So, actually. Um, the, their center, You're Brian Allen. That's yeah,
0: right. you know, people are still catching this stuff, and that's why we don't have the playoffs right now. But if they were supposed to start right now, um, we'd have the Lakers facing the Grizzlies. Well, we'd have the Grizzlies facing facing the Lakers. Um, and then we'd have the Mavericks going against the Clippers. We'd have the Rockets against the Nuggets. And um, Thunder versus the Jazz. That's in the Western Conference. In the Eastern Conference, we'd have the Bucks versus the Magic, Raptors versus the Nets, Celtics versus uh, 76ers, and Heat versus Pacers. Right. Um, so th- those would be the matchups if the NBA playoffs were supposed to start how it's supposed to regularly start, and they did that with the seedings that everybody has currently too. So there's a couple interesting matchups in there. Um, what do you guys think though, uh, with-, with these matchups?
1: Think they're pretty good. Matchups, uh, particularly out in the Western Conference, uh, you know, I, I like the uh, in the Nuggets and Rockets one. That's the three six. Matchup, I think that will definitely be a hell of a, a hell of a series to watch and fun to watch. And what's interesting about that series is that you have a t- contrast of two playing styles. Yes, the Nuggets they like to play the you know, big, big. They have Jokic, they have Paul Millsap. You know, two very good uh, skilled you know big men that can do uh, you know that versatile can do multiple uh, things. And then you have the Houston Rockets who are all about the small ball right now. They're all about you know the guards and uh, the wings. And uh, you know the three-point shooting, and you know, and having, and spreading the floor, and making you guard that whole um, length of the, the court. Uh, you know, w- w- you know, with the outside shooting and ability to drive to the basket. So uh, that would definitely be a really uh, you know fun and, and, and exciting series to watch. And then I also like the uh, the Utah Jazz and the OKC one. I think that would probably probably would have been the most competitive series in the first round in the, in the in the West and I would definitely have seen that going into a, you know, being a long series and going into a 6-7 game uh, series because I think those teams are that close as, you know, they were not record being only one game apart. Uh, so... In that series, in that series, I would probably take... Whew, that's a tough one. I would probably take the Jazz just because they would have home court advantage, uh, but I would could see the OKC upset in the Jazz as well. I wouldn't be too surprised about that, but I'd probably lean uh, towards you know Utah just because uh, home court, and we all know how important and huge home court is in the NBA playoffs. Uh, so, but yeah, no, that would be definitely one hell of a series to watch, and probably the best you know series in in the, in the first round with you know how Close those teams are, and uh, you know, it, it, and how of uh, yeah, and, and how competitive you know, you, you, you blend they are so. No, that will definitely certainly be um, fun to watch in the West.
2: Um, I think it's. I mean, the the matchups. This is this will be the first round, so the matchups. The good matchups are pretty obvious. Like Nuggets walkets is my top matchup in the West. Besides that, applies to the home team. Will will win the other matchups like. Lakers are gonna be the Beasleys. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, Clippers are gonna has to, they have to be the Mavericks. That'd be that'd be shocking. Um, Jazz versus Thunders. Um, I think like Bear was saying that is a close matchup, but I have to give it to the Jazz. The Jazz they've they've been knocking on the door the last couple of years and I thought like so for them to if they fall to the Thunders in the first round, that would have been crazy. Mm. So I think I think the Jazz has to take that. The Nuggets versus the Rockets, that would have been a crazy... That would have been a really nice matchup to watch. Um, especially to test the small ball strategy that they they have going on. Um, but I think the Nuggets would have won.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Alright, well... Yeah, definitely the Nuggets and Rockets is definitely a crazy matchup. Um, I don't see the Rockets winning against that just because they don't have any big men and you know, old buddy over there. Um, what's his name? Uh, the sneakerhead kid, um, P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker, you know, would get would get rocked. You know, well, for a seven game series against Jokic, it's like yeah, you know, I get it. You're guy. a good defender, but you're you're pretty small versus this guy, and he's gonna abuse you for seven games straight. You're not winning. It um, goes
2: that long, right? Bro. But and, and you know, the Walkers would have had a game where they they, they weren't making the threes anymore.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, that's all they that's all they rely on. Everybody's shooting the threes and spacing the floor and letting James and, and Westbrook, you know, just drive in there. And um, you could see Jokic just manning it in there and you can't even go in there. Uh, so good luck to that. Uh, jazz and Thunder, I'd actually like the Thunder versus the Jazz just because I feel like they got so much confidence going into the, going into it. Um, you know, Chris Paul and, and um, the young guy. They're working pretty great over there. And Alexander, they've had right, Alexander. Right. Um, they're working pretty great, and they've had some time off, man. You know, um, the other series that actually worries me is the 76ers versus the Celtics.
1: That worries you?
0: That actually worries me. Right? Um, yeah, this is not last year. I mean, we we beat them in the playoffs the last times we met them, but then this year, we've beaten them, what, one time?
1: One out of the four one times. That's the regular season, right? season. You
0: know, Um, and our starters have been injured a lot throughout the year, and we can't seem to have five starters in the game, you know, for more than two games before somebody gets injured, and somebody else like Marcus Smart has to step into the starting lineup. Um, That's
1: true, but this is the playoffs, y'all. You know, this like is you the playoffs. Ben Simmons,
0: ben Simmons was injured, and now he's healthy again. You know, so they definitely, they definitely they're bigger than us. Uh, we have Daniel Tice and Grant Williams.
1: And right? it's cancer.
0: And it's cancer going against Joel Embiid and Al Horford. And, yeah, Horford's um,
1: been trapped this year and been, been yeah, inconsistent. But up and down and he's been going through some injury. We haven't done well, well
0: against like really big guys, really big teams this year. Right? In my opinion, anyway. What I've seen, we haven't done it. They've, they've abused us on the boards. And for me, I don't think it's a cakewalk this year. You know, as much as it's been. Um, last year against the 76ers the last couple of years. We've been we've had their numbers for the last couple of years, but then we've we also have. beaten them in the regular seasons too. You know, and then this right, year it's right. like, we have a better team, but we're not winning and they're dominating us on the glass.
1: That's true. I get that, John, but the other thing you have to think about is how poorly the Sixers have played on the road this year. They're among the worst teams in, on the road in the NBA. There is Bad as a lottery team, as a team that's going to get a high pick in the, the, the lottery when they play on the road. They, when they're at home, they're great. They're, exactly. they're, they're, they're as good as, as it gets in the NBA, and the, the, the they are definitely an elite team when they're playing at home. But since the Celtics would have home court advantage, in that uh, series, and I think in that last game and matchup that they did play the Celtics and the Sixers, I think the Celtics were able to figure some uh, some things out and do some things that, uh, you know, they weren't in the, the first three games. I think that certainly would help their confidence and uh, their ability to be able to beat the Sixers. And I guess their size, lack of size, would be concerning in that series, uh, you know, going against, you know, and be. Uh, it, you know, and, and Simmons, who like to, you know, play big and and uh, go into the paint a, a lot and, you know, and, and, and score from, from the post, uh, I definitely think that certainly our team defense would have to, you know, be really good th- in that series because, right, you they wouldn't be able to guard those guys one-on-one, uh, particularly Embiid, who absolutely, like you said, torched the Celtics, um, in, in, in the post, and they had no answer for him. So, but like I said, he's been up and down th- this year. So, uh, he's with, uh, you know, injuries and just his play in general. So, you really don't know kind of which Embiid you're going to get. Uh, but, no, I, I still feel pretty good about that, you know, matchup if, you know, I'm the Celtics, even with their you know, struggles
0: against the Sixers. Yeah, but that's what I'm talking about, though. Um, They're one of the best teams playing at home,
1: right? Correct, but if you get them outside the If you get them, it's
0: a seven-game series, so that means we're going seven games, if that's the logic we're using, right? That if they're one of the best teams at home, I'm pretty sure they're not going to be slushing at home in the playoffs against us, right? Um, And they play much better. And they've gotten a lot of time, well, you know, I think all the teams have been a lot of times. Right, they right. haven't exactly. been together. I um, have but I definitely worry about them being in our first round. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, with the Celtics, the 76ers being their first round. Because usually we're warming up to go see them, right? This time, we start off with them right off the bat. They're not the Pacers, right?
1: Not right, they're, they're not. The I think they're, they're much more talented and, and, more, and exactly. than the Pacers. And
0: right? our teams have been going seven-game series. For the last couple of years, like we've pretty much been in seven game series every series we go into. I don't think, right, with the exception it, of that, it's one. Series, yeah, right, right. we won five games, right? No, it was a no, four game series. Fifth sleep. game we won. It was a four game. We swept them. Yeah, last year. I split. thought they won one off us. No, 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 um, no Who? No, they, oh, I'm they, thinking yeah. about. I'm thinking about um, the 76ers when they won that one against us, um when we got them in five. That's what I'm thinking right, about. Right, right. Um, but yeah, that that's the quickest one I can remember, but. I don't know, we haven't been doing pretty, we haven't been doing good um, in the playoffs, uh, even though we do have the better coach on the bench with the X's and O's. Um,
1: That's true, you know, when coaching is always a factor in the, the playoffs,
0: right. for sure. but Vlad, what do you think about that?
2: I mean, I, I mean, if I put together what you're saying, Johnny, and what Barry's saying, it, it goes to the same thing. Barry's saying they're, 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 bad, they're a bad playoff team away from home, and but they're really good at home. And you're saying it's going to be a really tight series, which means it's going to go to Game 7. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and
0: that's why I'm worried.
2: Right. I'm worried as well. I don't think it's going to be a, an easy... I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk, that's for sure. I mean, the the Sixers have been a, they've been a, a decent team this year. Really, uh, actually, a pretty good team. I mean, even though they've been pretty bad um, on the road, I just, I just think this year... If that's our first round um, team, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a long series. It's not gonna be a swept or a five game series. It's gonna
0: be a long one. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, for the sake of time, you know, I just want to wrap up on the NBA. Before we do that, uh, starting next month, NBA players are gonna get a twenty five percent pay cut um, due to the you know pandemic that's happening and nobody's working right now, um, and they're getting paid millions, man. So, you know. What do you guys think about that for me? I mean, personally, I don't really care (laughs) because they get enough money anyway, right? Um, right. And there's people out here that are struggling, you know, that have to pay for their homes and they can't do that right now. And, you know, some landlords are being a-holes and evicting people and stuff like that. So I worry about those people more than I do the NBA, but hopefully those guys have been saving, you know, Mm -hmm. and paying for for their lavish lifestyles and you know, making sure they're paying their mortgage instead of buying jewelry or something. So right, right. Um, that's my take on it. Yeah. No, I,
1: mean,
2: I, I, would, I have a similar take to, to that for
1: sure. Uh, I mean, you kind of do figure that, you know, the players were going to, at some point during this pandemic and situation that we're going through, they were going to have to take uh, some sort of a, you know, pay cut and a little bit of less pay than what they were making. Uh, before they weren't going to get their full amounts of, you know, their contract money. So, but, like you said, they're getting, you know, plenty of money and more than enough money than the average uh, worker out out there. So, they definitely have to do a better job of, you know, managing their money and, and budgeting and, you know, spending it wisely and, you know, financially being, responsible, even though I know some of those guys aren't really used to that and don't live that kind of lifestyle because they, you know, they like to be ballers and, and and ball out and, you know, and, and do big things. but. They, they definitely you know need to you
0: know be a lot more smarter uh, about you know how they you know run, run this right about their how, money
1: and how the, you know they you know what they you know financially you know responsibilities are, they need to take care of those things uh, yeah. of plus and yeah so
0: Vlad, like um how you feel about that
2: um i just think that the owners have they have a lot of money the, those owners are billionaires millionaires so i'm wondering why exactly do the players have to suffer. Because um, they're, they're not
0: performing. performing. Uh-huh. They're not performing. They usually get, like, game checks and stuff like that, right?
1: No, they get paid monthly.
0: They don't get game checks?
1: They get paid every 15th of the month.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't know that. But I'm sure that's still a good,
1: hefty
2: should <laughs> it,
1: It's still more than enough to last you that month, or so will last you at least a couple of months. It it's right, right?
2: Like it, It's good enough to last you a while, so... I get it. I just don't need to be all on the players. I think, I think the players signed the contracts. They should. They should be getting paid for it. I think. Wait, there's, wait, wait. There's, there's the owners have way too much money to be either complaining about the player's salary. I just
0: the owners are losing money too.
2: Yeah, you know that the games are not on
0: TV. They're not getting advertisement money. They're not getting ticket sales. I'm a Probably. billionaire, but yeah. like, if I'm paying, you know.
2: We know how much money those owners have. No, I'm vote. just
0: saying, like, to be fair, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm sure my job will not keep me on payroll if, you know, this thing's going to go for a year, right?
2: They did afford it. My job right now, they've been telling us, we good, we good, don't worry about anything. So, if, if, I mean, I know my job is not paying me, you know, a million dollars a year or $20 a million, million dollars a year, week, but, but I feel like those owners can make the sacrifice, like, I, I mean... It's it's true they're only taking twenty five percent, which is okay. I mean they could have taken more, but I just think those owners have money. They they good. The the players shouldn't have because I know some a lot of players make a lot of money, but some players don't make that much compared to the these other guys.
0: That's true. Hey man, they still getting paid way more than us, you know. So I oh, yeah, I, I don't feel bad. I know Barry don't feel bad. All right, um, nothing, nothing. Barry still got to no, go to no. work, okay? Exactly. i still
1: out there working. Is yeah, guys me?
0: sitting at home for five weeks not shooting. Why are we paying you? All right? Why are we paying you? Exactly. <laughs> okay? If you, you don't even have a hoop, my guy, we're not paying. Okay, 25% cut right off.
2: That, I, that's disappointing. <laughs> that <is laughs>
0: awesome. Yeah, uh, but, um, yeah, yeah. For the sake of time, let's just move on to the NFL, man. A lot of things going on with the NFL right now. Um, one big name that's going on right now is Tua, uh, who who's going to get drafted next next week. He's definitely going to get drafted, but it's, a, but it's about where he's going to get drafted and what that's going to do to the rest of the, to the rest of the draft. What that's going to do to the, the everybody's seating. Uh, if people are going to trade, because um, he has some issues, man. You know, he has a hip issue. He didn't. Participating in a combine, he didn't do much at the pro day. Um, I mean, recently I've seen videos of him um, passing and stuff, but I don't know too much about that. But teams are trying to err on the side of caution, and you know he's a r- really highly ranked prospect, but teams don't really know what to do just because of his hip injury. You know, that's the same injury that took out um, Bo Jackson. Yep. yep right. That's where, yeah. Um, we, have you guys been paying attention to to his um, to situation?
1: Yeah, I've been paying attention to his situation a little bit, Uh, and, you know, I can definitely see why there's cause for concern with, you know, a lot of teams that are high in the the draft and, you know, would be in position to draft him while they have kind of a red flag. and uh, You know, I'm thinking twice before drafting him, so, I mean, I can definitely see why that's the case since, you know, he had you know durability issues throughout his you know college career not only with the hip but uh, i think he had a couple other injuries as well he, that he was you know had suffered when he was with alabama uh so th- that's definitely a big question mark even though he is really talented and among the most talented not only quarterbacks but prospects in this draft and if it wasn't for uh the injuries i'd probably say he'd easily be a top five pick uh, but he'll probably end up going a little bit outside of the top five, but I still think he'll be in the top ten. Uh, you know, despite of um, you know of what has you know transpired recently. Uh, so I don't think he'll fall off too much. You know, as far as what he, his is, um, you know, projected to be uh, getting drafted in the draft. Uh, but I can see why you know teams would pass up on him and not. Uh, you know, trust that he can, you know what I'm saying, be a franchise guy and be able to play all 16 or 17 games as, uh, you know, the league is getting into this year or well, next year. But uh, it certainly is, uh, you know, a thing to, you know, look out for, you know, move, moving forward to, to see how well he can bounce back from this injury and, you know, if he can be able to, you know, be more durable and and then stay healthy uh you know moving forward hopefully he does because i'm rooting for him he's a you know tremendously talented player and i think he'll you know do well and have a successful career in the the nfl as you know long as he is able to stay on the field uh but yeah we'll have to see how you know that happens and you know who he goes to and how they uh you know, use him depending on the system and the playbook that uh, he, you know, is going to be using. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll
2: see how that goes.
0: Yeah, uh, Vlad, you, you pay attention to it all?
2: Yeah, um, <clears throat> the NFL draft is like one of the most unpredictable drafts. Like, you know what I mean? in Right now, there's so much discussion about Tua, by the way is he going to drop to the third round? Is he going to jump to the second round? Huh. Third? No. Yeah, Yeah, I've
1: right. If,
0: if he goes past 20, the Patriots take him.
1: Right, right. Facts. If, if, if he I goes mean. past
0: 15, the Patriots take him.
1: Right, <laughs> right. No. Like I, they
0: will package something and move down to like 16 and grab him.
1: Right, right. They have a
2: bunch of picks that he can be able to so, figure out a trade, right. Yeah, I just think that he's he's gonna go in the first within the first ten picks. He's I going absolutely. Gonna, absolutely. He's absolutely, going definitely top ten, no doubt. I think that's what's gonna happen. They've been they've been linking him to the Patriots a little bit because of the Nick Saban. Um, Belichick, and um, Saban, um connection. Um, but I think it's gonna be a reach. I, I I don't think the Patriots are gonna. I don't think the Patriots are gonna spend that much draft capital to draft him. And I don't think the pictures have enough draft capital to trade up in drafting. Um I think he's gonna go up early. I think all the noise that they're making is all the noise that they always make about the, the big prospects with the NFL draft. Um I think it's nothing to be honest. Like he's gonna get drafted. Like <laughs> I remember watching the NFL draft a couple years ago. And I saw the Browns draft Johnny Manziel in the first round. Oh god! Oh like, boy! And I was like, "Yo, if if I can see Johnny Manziel sucks, why can't they see Johnny Manziel sucks?" You know what I mean? Like it's, it's the hype I, train,
0: baby. Sell tickets.
2: <laughs> so I I think um I think he's gonna go up early, and it's true that he has he had an injury, but videos came out, he's throwing really hard. I think he's gonna go through.
0: Yeah, no, he's definitely not making it out of the first round. I guarantee that for sure. Um, you know, if you're yeah. going to watch the draft, it's actually um, next Thursday, uh, April 23rd. This coming so, Thursday. Yeah, this coming event. Thursday. Yes. Um, yeah, the 23rd uh, usually starts, what, 6, 7 p.m.? No, 8 p.m. 8 p.m.? Yeah. Okay, for 8 p.m. Time, 8 this p.m. guy, be money he's ready. Oh, you know yes, what I'm yes, saying? So, 8 p.m. All right, Nine, tonight, last dance, 9 p.m., draft, 8 p.m. Tune in. All right, <laughs> yes, um, if you want to know more about this stuff, follow us. ProFans underscore sports Instagram right Facebook dot com slash ProFans right everything nice. ProFans all right? Yeah. and then get get us on YouTube too subscribe you know we need a hundred we need a hundred people you know so we can start cranking out more more um, content for you so uh, with that said let's just keep on going uh, to a man I've seen him he's a baller uh, I think he gets injured because the fact that he's a baller like that you know yeah. he's, he's competitive he's He's going to go in wherever, um, and, you know, hopefully he, he has a really good long career. If the Patriots can f- do something and move down, you know, um, while I'm speaking, you know, there was there was rumors talk, um, going around the NFL this week that the Patriots were potentially trying to move to the number three pick with the, with the Lions, who you guys know actually have a lot of affiliations with the Patriots. So, okay. um, you know, I saw some people tweeting about it. I didn't tweet back about it because, you know, there's a lot of rumors around this, these times, right? And people will say anything to get other teams to move up the draft board or, you know, they're using, hey, the Patriots want to move up. And then, boom, you pick a player, you think the Patriots are going to want. But then, in reality, they're looking at a whole different player. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I don't know about that. How, how would you guys feel if we moved to the third? If we move to the third pick, who are you guys picking? Oh, yeah, that's, that's a tough one. You picking two R Herbert? I think that's the question.
2: That's that is the question. I think I that's mean, the question. Yeah, no, for sure. It's not like we're gonna pick, I don't know, running back or some They're nope. or like a defensive lineman or offensive. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be Tua or Herbert. I didn't I never like Herbert. Every every time I watch these highlights, I just never like them. Mm-hmm. So I it's if if we had to pick between both of them, it, it's gonna be Tua. Um, but I don't want
0: us to jump up on the back that high. Um, I always look at players and look at their last names and you just look at like Usain Bolt. You know, that guy, he must be fast. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> that, that, Tom Brady, you know what I'm saying? That, that guy must be good at something. You know, Michael Jordan, that guy, you know, and then you hear Justin Herbert. What the
1: fuck?
2: I don't know, bro. I
0: don't know if our Herbert's going to be the next great.
2: Well, John. Uh, John. Yeah. So now, can, can you say
0: what's last name? Huh? what Exactly. Tung Levoa or something like that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. that guy. He's probably going to be something in the league. <laughs> Just because of his messed up ass last name, right? Oh, you yeah. know? It's always, it's always some... I don't know, to me, like the people that make it, are, they always have some kind of unique way, unique name or something about them to actually make them, you know, um, that popular or whatever. I just don't. Justin Herbert doesn't move the needle for me. So if we made it to the third pick, man, you better pick Tua, boy. I don't care if he sits down this whole year, man. Pick that boy because next year you know we balling. Like he has what, like a 90%... Completion rate or something like that. Yeah, his complete, bro, it is pretty. high. I don't know, it's ninety percent. No, it's up it is, there, bro. Like, like his completion percentage, percentage. Percentage, yes. Yo, um, I gotta, I gotta. Um,
1: yeah, Look, that up. I don't think it's for ninety. For real, but I, I thought it was like in like the high seventies or close to eighty. But I mean, it, it is pretty good. He is a pretty accurate guy and can definitely make all the throws. You know, short, uh, intermediate, and deep as well. So, uh, no, 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 he. he He's definitely 90, got. 90 he's definitely sounds, got um, huh? 90s sounds kind of high, bro. Right, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's that high, right? I think it was like in the 70s. Like I'd probably say like
0: high 70s. High right? 70s.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know what this is right here. I don't think I pulled. It, I pulled the right stuff up. But we're gonna revisit that the next, the next uh, podcast. We're we'll gonna do some research we'll on that because yeah. um, I'm sure I was listening to Trent Dilfer and he was like, "Yeah, he has the highest percentage rate." in college history or something like that. So, I'm like,
1: that's that's why I came up
0: with that number. Um, so, I, I definitely want to see that right Joe there. Burrow,
1: so Joe Burrow, but we'll talk about that right. next episode. Joe yeah. Burrow,
0: talking about Joe Burrow, who's, who's projected to number one, if Tool was still healthy, he'd probably be the number one pick, right? And then Joe Burrow would be the person we're talking about right now. Um, and you think
1: he'd be higher than Joe Burrow?
0: Joe Burrow was nowhere um, until... Until Tua got injured, and then he took the spotlight. I mean, he balled out last he, year. He Drew balled out. out. Him play last year. Yeah, but like then the man
1: was balling from game one to game fifteen. Yes, that's eight. right.
0: But still, the the main guy was Tua, right? He was the guy in the spotlight, you know, Heisman, number one, and then boom, right?
1: Yeah, uh, the that true. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay.
0: if yeah. Tua was fully healthy, he'd be the guy in the, in the spotlight right now. That would be, you know, getting ready to be drafted. But even year, after is the year saying. that
1: Joe Burrow just had, I don't
0: know if Joe Burrow has that year. If Alabama still, I still think still he does. Do you I, think I, he goes into the national chip? And, oh, and for do
1: sure, it? definitely. As dominant and as consistent and precise and accurate as that he was, without question, no doubt in my mind, he is. The best quarterback and you know and the most deserving to be the number one pick in this draft without any doubt or question. If Tua if, was if, fully, if twelve was fully healthy, I have no doubts and I'm completely a thousand percent confident in saying that. we when I stand by that.
0: Yeah, Barry's going against the experts. You know that you you. you I, I, I like, I like it. it. I like it. <laughs> you know what I mean. I appreciate uh,
1: that. I'm glad you guys feel me on that. Yeah, you know. of
0: course. Um, there's some other things that are happening. Um, in the league, you know, other than Tua, who's going to go in there. There's, There's been some potential trade rumors that's happening. Um, Leonard Fournette, uh, OBJ potential trades. Um, potentially trading uh, up in the draft would be the Jags moving uh, to fourth. Um, there's a lot of things going on, you know, as, as we've come to have been accustomed to during these weeks. Right before the draft and then right after the draft, everything explodes because everybody's doing their trades right after that. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but Leonard Fournette is a big name I thought and OBJ is the biggest name um, which I heard that rumor wasn't actually very true because I'm hearing it's, it's coming from the Minnesota's team um, but Leonard Fournette this guy was just talking about that He he's a Tim Duncan of the Jags and now they're like we're going to trade you. Oh, really? He said that? He said that. He's like, I'll never
1: get traded.
0: I'm like the Tim Duncan. I was blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I like, ah. Oh,
1: God. he spoke a little bit too soon, You're bro. You're making man. a lot of
0: money next year, brother. Right. You know? right.
1: <laughs> yeah, that. And I also heard that he spoke about how he would like for the Jaguars to, um you know, to go and get Cam, Cam Newton. Newton. I said that, too. To Newton in, right? And have him compete with Grinder uh, Minshew for the, the starting job next year. So, nah I... Heard he was uh, saying that on our first tape this week. Yeah. With so Stephen A and they, uh, Max Kellerman. If I was Gardner, I'd be pissed off. Like,
0: what the hell are you talking about? Like, <laughs> this is my team.
1: But, you know, that's
0: how it is. He's but a superstar. A reason to why they just
1: traded Nick Foles to the Bears. Right. They want Menchu to be the guy in the starter. It's his team now, No, know, for sure. Or else they don't make that trade because they paid Bowles a whole lot of money. And unfortunately, they didn't think that he live up to that so yeah that, I don't know why he would say that they would be interested or they should be interested and in make Kim do it, an, an offer right yeah that was kind of ridiculous you
0: know that he came out on, on the record to say that on first take yeah man Um, a couple of weeks ago I did this uh, poll on profans underscore sports on Instagram right I did a poll profans underscore sports I asked uh, I compared two running backs Um, one of them was um, Derrick Henry from uh, the Titans and then I I did a face off with him against Christian McCaffrey who just became the highest paid running back in the league is that it? in history is that it? was it history or in the league?
2: in the league I believe in the league I think it was history history too right?
0: but yes definitely yeah man (laughs) <laughs> when we're seeing that the NFL is kinda like going away from well, kinda like devaluing the running back. The tight I mean the who are the Panthers are just like, uh ah, nah, we're we're gonna pay Christian McCaffrey as much as but we
2: But he's can. different though. He's That's different. It. He is he, different.
0: Hey, by the way, he did win <laughs> the poll by like or something, which I was upset about. I'm like, what the hell are you guys talking about?
2: His ability to catch the ball is like unlike any other right
0: now. Not even like Saquon?
2: Barkley? I think he's done done more.
0: You think he's better than Saquon?
2: I would say so.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, right. You know what? That's going to be my next poll,
0: all right? Saquon versus Christian McCaffrey. We're going to see what Instagram says. Again, well, no,
1: he's definitely better than Saquon. Than Saquon, without question, absolutely, wow. no, 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 no doubt about that. But I don't think we've really seen much from Saquon. I think we can see a lot more from him because Saquon, you know, is only a he's had eight season. men in the he box. Played, uh, you know, exactly one season in right last year, He's gone a lot with eight men in the box when Christian McCaffrey's already played three seasons and uh, you know has played at a high level and is a lot more proven. You know that he can. You know, not only you know run the football, but like he's had Cam Newton. You know the 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 football, you can you know line him up in the slot. He's had Cam Newton. So and he has, but Cam Newton struggled last year and has been struggling the last couple years uh, as, as well. So he's definitely been the best player on that team the, the last two years and and has been proven that he's the face of the franchise and the focal point of that offense. Even uh, when Cam Newton was there, since Cam Newton was able to stay healthy and he wasn't nearly as productive as he was a few years ago.
0: Yeah, I mean, what I'm saying is he had Cam Newton, regardless if he was hurt or not, you're going to be wary of Cam Newton taking off on you. You know what I'm saying? So, um, he definitely benefited from that for, for the last couple of years until last year where Cam Newton had to leave. Um, and, and he I think still played well. He still played well. This year, though, you know, with the new, with the new, new guys they got coming in, I don't know if, if defenses are going to key on him and... and Dare uh, Teddy Bridgewater to win the games, um, so we'll see how that goes. I
2: know, I know you don't believe in Bridgewater as much as I do. Oh hell no! If that's if 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 that's what they're gonna be doing, trust me, Teddy's gonna win that game.
0: Yeah, you really but, like Teddy. I don't know. Yeah. I need I need to see stuff before I you know. I I saw him with the Saints. The Saints have crazy talent. You know what I'm saying. So I need to see him do it with a, a lesser team. Um, he started doing his things with the Vikings before he got injured, but then. You know how that only went.
2: thing is this year sucks for everybody. He's not gonna get the 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 time to be like get familiar with the playbook the way he's supposed to. Yeah get familiar with his receivers. So this year might be kinda hard, but I believe in Teddy.
0: Yeah. Um for sure. Uh let, let's let's move on here. Um I mean the last thing I wanna talk about as far as the NFL was like the quarterback needy teams. Um who you think's picking quarterbacks this year?
2: Well, Cincinnati for sure. Definitely.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Miami. Miami. Yep. Um, Do you think Miami picks Tua? you think they pick Tua or Herbert? They, I'm telling y'all, don't go with Herbert. Mm.
2: I think they pick Tua. I think, you they, think they pick Tua, Tua over Herbert. Right. Okay. I could be wrong about Herbert, but I'm standing by that right
0: now. They got the Jags that need a quarterback. Do You think they go quarterback or or do the Minshew experiment again? They
2: might. They might want to get somebody. I mean, Minshew played okay last year, but um, they don't know if he's really the guy. So I think they might want to get somebody either to push him or somebody else that they believe
0: in. Um. Okay. What do we think about the Bucks? Do the Bucks draft a quarterback this year? Oh
2: yeah, in the later rounds.
1: That's true to, you know, develop someone, uh, you know, for a couple years while Brady's at them and to be able to, you know, learn from him. So, I can see that. Uh, Another team I can see them uh, drafting a quarterback is the Chargers.
0: The Chargers, definitely. Um, They're up there, too. Um, I was actually having an argument with this uh, Bucks Nation guy. I told him, uh, you guys definitely need a quarterback. He's like, nah, we're good. I'm like, bro. Tom Brady is forty three years old, man. Like, if you right. unless you're planning on keeping Jameis Winston, which you're not going to do, <laughs> right, right? You're right, drafting a quarterback. I actually bet him five dollars, so I'm expecting five dollars. Um, That's easy
2: money. Well, for you. One of, the, one of the things Tom Brady mentioned in his um, piece in the Players Tribune is mentoring young. He wants a mentor. And I bet you. I bet you when he signed with the Bucks, one of the things he talked about with Bruce Arians was, yeah, I want to mentor the next quarterback.
0: That'd be good for him because he hasn't been, you know, he's been pretty reluctant to actually help anybody else but himself, um, which is understandable because you're, comp- you're competing. But, dude, it's you got like two years game. left, man. Train somebody. Exactly. Okay? Right, right. You um, know
1: your time is up and your window is closed. Listen, right.
0: hopefully all last year he was in Stidham's ears like, yo,
1: do this, do
0: that, do this. I'm gone next year. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> bro, get ready. I'm out of there. Right,
1: right. Your time it's is work. coming. Time is like, yeah, Watch cool. what I
0: do here. You know, hopefully he actually did that for us, and you know he said he nobody's a bigger fan than than him than the Patriots. I hope you prepared him as well as you could. Okay, and if right, you haven't, right. get him into your house and train that boy. It, you know, as hey, quick as possible. Hey, right, right, you know. Um, but quarterback needy teams, the Patriots. The Patriots going to draft a quarterback. Do you think they draft a quarterback high?
2: I don't think they should. I personally don't think they should. I don't know if they will, but I personally don't think they should draft. I think they should draft one, but not high.
0: I think they should draft high, man. Look, At look, least look. the second round, man.
1: Probably say the second or third round. You know, they don't back. have a second round pick right
0: now, but oh, hey, that's trade. True. Make true. your trade, Bill. You trade up, exactly. Okay, if you're not going to pick somebody um in the first round, like like quarterback, trade back, okay? And then get the guy you want and then get a quarterback in the second round, right? I know we have Stidham, but it never hurts to have competition. And, you know, what if you get a better a better person than Stidham? Exactly. You know, like, listen, I'm not I gambling mean, here. I'm not saying this. Should they shouldn't drop for quarterback. I just
2: don't think, like, just like you guys are
1: saying, they shouldn't be in the first round. No, I don't think it should be in the first round for sure. That's true because they um, do have a lot of needs that they need to fulfill and dress on on the roster. They're so. actually projected
0: to take this this uh, linebacker from Oklahoma, right? Yes, yeah, Murray. Yes. Murray, yeah. I like him. I was watching yeah. some highlights of him. He's he's a Look, baller.
1: Looks kind of nice. That would be a good. He reminds you know, of me person. of Mayo, Gerard Mayo.
0: Um, who's actually my favorite linebacker of all time with the Patriots. Really? Yeah, because I've seen him get drafted number 10 overall, and then I followed him the rest of his career. Like, that guy was a tackling machine while really? Patrick Willis Willis was playing. If Patrick Willis wasn't playing,
2: I think Gerard
0: Mayo is the number one um, linebacker in the league in that time period.
2: Willis, um, what about um, Hightower?
0: Hightower, a, he's a big player, but I'm talking about my favorite player all time. Okay, I, I love Hightower. You know, demeanor, you know, leadership. The guy had a green dot on his helmet since he was, you know, a, a rookie. So that was really impressive to me. Um, and he actually interacts on Instagram too. Like I'll comment and he'll like, like it and comment back. I'm like, Yo, this, this is that dude. You know what I'm saying? So um, family man. Um, it's not just about like, you know, the stuff you're doing in the field. There's a lot of stuff that. That factor into it For me When I'm picking like My favorite plays And stuff like that um, Your character goes into it Make sure
2: you keep Commenting on his shit So that he can be A guest on the podcast You know what I'm saying Coach Mayo What up Yes, yes. (laughs) You know Pull
1: up Pull up coach
0: We're giving you the invite Right now If you're hearing this Come through Yes sir Yes sir I mean, I got a seat for you Right here Right You know Once this quarantine thing Is over Pull
1: up Yeah swing through
2: I got the biz on deck You know what I mean Right facts Whatever you need,
1: we'll, we'll have it. That's right. Right, yes, right. It's facts. Yes, um,
0: but um, as far as, I, I don't have anything else I wanted to discuss today, man. So, you know, we, we, we've we been speaking to you guys for uh, an hour and 40. Well, actually, um, it says 147 on here. I don't know what that translates to as far as like an hour and whatever. Um, but it's been a while now. So um, we're going to end the podcast. Right, but before we do that, just don't forget to add us on all social media platforms. Okay, Facebook and Twitter, um, profansports, Instagram, prof profans underscore sports. I've been saying all show. Catch us on YouTube. My man Vlad right here is cutting up the videos and throwing them up, um, giving you content on a weekly basis. Subscribe to us. Um, we also do have merch for you, too. So if you want to get some merch, red bu- redbubble.com slash people slash profan sports, we got you know, all your merch for you, Shirt, from shirts to cups, man. Whatever you need is going to be on there. You know, Hopefully, they got masks on there for us, too. So uh, profan sports um, podcast, man, where the there fans of the pros go. Yes, sir.
2: One of my boys hit me up. He said he was looking for a sweater, but we didn't have a sweater.
0: On Pro Fan Sports?
2: On Red Bubble.
0: Oh, okay. Actually, I didn't see a sweater either, so we're going to add yeah, that on there.
2: I don't know if that's something that we can get going, but.
0: I'm sure we could, right? Yeah. I'm yeah, sure we,
2: we could. probably could because I saw hoodies like sweatshirts, but
1: not like sweaters. Not, stuff. not ours.
0: Okay, I see what you're saying. No, I'll, I'll have um, our graphic guy work and and um, put up some sweaters for you guys if you guys want them. You know, it's still sweater season, um, and then you know summer season's coming up. We got the tank tops and all that too, Ooh, man. Sorry, you know. Sorry. I um, even got
1: some gear last week, so I'm waiting for my Pro Fan Sports gear to come in this week. So, yeah. on next week's show, I can start rocking it.
0: Yeah, we, go we, that? we're going to do some giveaways too, man. You know, Pro Fan Sports for the fans of the pros go. All right, so check us out next week. You know, you'll, you, you have another episode coming for you, episode number five, and we good, fellas?
1: Yes, sir. All Peace. right.